You both said today that you love each other and I believe it, but I'm trying to tell you love is not enough for a successful marriage. There's so many other things that go in it. It's not just about you anymore. Here is today's case. I should have known Lonnie was bad news from the start. I love Robin, but a bunch of things in our relationship needs to change. Lonnie's biggest problem is that he won't keep it in his pants. But in reality, she's worse than me. If Lonnie doesn't change, I am done. If Robin wants this to work, she definitely needs to learn how to communicate better. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Faith Jenkins presiding. Your Honor, as you know, for the first time on Divorce Court, we have a virtual audience, and it's filled with your super fans. Today's super fan of the day is Shlon from Rochester, New York. Hi, Shlon. Welcome to Divorce Court. We are so happy to have you with us. Your Honor, today's case is Shears versus Hickenbottom. Thank you so much, Juan. Robin Shears? Yes, Your Honor. You have brought Lonnie Hickenbottom. Yes, Your Honor. To court today, the two of you have been engaged for one year. Yes. Together several years, but you say due to cheating, lies, infidelity, you're ready to call it quits. Yes, Your Honor. Okay, give me some background, ma'am. I'll start with you. He has lied, he has cheated, and some, like being with him, sometimes it feels like he's like an extra child. I have to, I work eight to 12 hour shifts, then, I have to come home, cook dinner, clean up the house, prepare the kids for school and drop them off and pick them up. All he has to do is go to work and come home and get in the bed and go to sleep. So you feel like he's not pulling his weight? Not at all, Your Honor. Uh, Mr. Hickenbottom, by the way, I, I love your last name. Thank you. Um, what do you have to say about these allegations? It's pretty serious, sir. I mean, she say what she want to say, but most of it's not true. What? Oh, most of it? Well, which, which part of it is true? Days that I'm off are on Saturday. I get up early and I take care of business. I clean up the house. It may not be to her standards, because mm -hmm. she's got herself on a high pedestal for some reason. You know, if I clean up, it's not to how she wants it. She just overreacts. I'm just saying, like, she just wants everything to be her way. It's her way or the highway. Okay. But you say you've had all of these issues in, in the relationship from the very beginning. You had a difficult start. What happened? Okay, so we, we met outside of a nightclub, and we, our first date, he told me that he wasn't attracted to me, that I wasn't appeasing to him. So that was... And that was that not was your last... That was red flag number one when we first met. So and that was your first date, and you're telling me that was not your last? Mm -hmm. After that? Unfortunately, it wasn't. Well, why would you go out to some, again with somebody who told you that you were not appeasing to, yeah. to them? He kept calling me. So, you know, I'm a female. I like to go out. I like free meals. Ooh. So, therefore, I went out. We, we, you know, we went out on another date. So, so, him insulting you was worth a free meal? No, it wasn't. But at that time, I was young, Your Honor. But now I know better. I know a whole lot better. I was 25 at the time. I was, I was having fun. Okay. We dated for like a year and a half. Um... Along that line, I get pregnant. So he told me, halfway through my pregnancy, he got me pregnant on purpose, you honor. Did you of you had discussed having children? No, we didn't discuss having kids. At this time, I, I'm living my life. I'm traveling. I'm enjoying time with my friends. I was in school. I didn't plan on having any kids at the mm -hmm. time. But he wanted the child. Mm. And so, therefore, 
he's like, oh, I got you pregnant on purpose. I see something in you that I didn't see in no one else. Hmm. So it been, you know, it been rocky ever since the beginning yeah, of a, our that's relationship. That's actually a big deal because you're, you're saying that you didn't want to have a child. You weren't ready at the time. Is that true, sir? Yeah, it's true. It's very true. Now why, now, why would you do that? I have to ask you because if you didn't find her appealing, why did you keep pursuing her? And then I want to follow up with the question about what happened with, with, with your child. Well, let me, let me rewind it back to uh, the night when I met her. She was walking by. My friend said, look at her. I was like, okay. I looked at her and I said, okay. I saw something in her. But, you know, I was, I was tipsy, you know. So um, I called her and asked him to go on a date. So he went on a date. Um, when I got there, I don't know if it was the light or if it was the alcohol from the previous night. She didn't look like I thought it was, like I, I thought she was. But <laughs> she had a nice conversation. We had some vibe. We was vibing. We was laughing. And I was like, you know what? Let's give it a test run. So... so but did you tell her that you didn't find her very appealing? I was joking around. I have a personality. I, I, I was so, just, oh, so you were joking. You I was joking serious. around. Okay. Well, did she tell you that you were no Idris Elba yourself? She did. I, I know. Matter of fact, she didn't. She just kept on staring, so I figured she saw what she liked. Okay. So what happened, sir? Okay. The two of you start dating. Okay, we started dating. We started going out on many dates. And um, we hit it off. I mean, we was hitting it off. Like, we had a good time. Like, going out everywhere, eating everywhere. It was like me and her versus the world. Mm. You know, was, everybody envied us because her friends saying they wasn't seeing her as much. My friends said they wasn't seeing me as much. And I said, um, you know, I started falling for her. And then we started um, messing around. Feelings got involved. So you decide to unilaterally on your own have a child with her? Yeah, I figured I can take care of her. So, you, so you did not have a discussion. You just decided to... I took everything in my own hands. Took everything in your own hands. And at that time, when she was 25 in school, and, and you told her after she got pregnant that you did it on purpose. Yes. Without having a discussion with her. Do you think that was the right thing to do? Think that was fair? Honestly, no, I, I didn't. I didn't think it was fair. But you at that time, care. I was young. I wasn't really thinking about it. You were 30 well, years old. You're not that young. Well, I, I, I figured that's young to me. <laughs> you know, but I still thought... Basically, I just said, hey, she has what I want. I'm knocking her up. And I'll take care of everything at the end. I'll take care of the rest. So when you find out that he did this is all a part of his plan, this was all a part of the master plan, what happens? I, I stay with him. We stay together. You know, I, I forgave him for that. So at this time, and during that time he got me pregnant on purpose, we sitting at home watching TV. I had his phone in my hand going through Instagram. And some female decided to send him some half-naked pictures, you want her. What was his response to her sending the photo? He's, That's the more I, I important can't control question. What, um, I, I can't control what they send me. I don't talk to her like that. Mm -hmm. um, like, how'd she get your number? Who sent you the photos? It was a, a, a random friend. A random... Okay, either she's random or she's a friend, but you gotta pick one. It can't mm. be both. She was a friend. What kind of friends do you have that, that just send you on their own, naked pictures of them? A lot. Really? You have a lot of friends like that? Well, not anymore. So did you put a stop to this, sir? Yes. Okay, great. You told me about everything that he was doing, so you say you cheated. It was only one time, understand that. Why are the two of you even staying together if you're both going back and forth cheating on one another?
brought him to court today because you said that you've had a number of issues that have continued besides what started in the beginning. He had this good friend that she was a female. We talking about he just have all these good kind of friends. So they were good friends before me and him was ever in a relationship. I found out that they were messing, they been messing around. The lady been to my house. Is that true, Mr. Hickenbottom? Very true. Well, I thought you said, I thought you said after the, the, the naked photos, all of that stopped. It did for a while. So this person was not just a friend, apparently. Actually, she started off as a friend. And basically, she was going through things with her, her marriage. Of course, she was going through some things in, in her marriage, and it involved you, apparently. I thought, I thought you had a master plan. Was this, a, this, this wasn't a part of the master plan? I'm well, assuming it wasn't. That was the past. You that know, was what? That was in the past. So the master plan only lasted a few months? Well, with that, with that one, with that particular chick. Well, how many were there, sir? To be honest, it's been a lot of females. It's been a lot of females. I mean, I was, uh, how you say it? So a you're... swinger. I was a swinger. You know, <sighs> I was out having a good time. I was out partying. I'm, you know, going different, traveling all over the world. Did Ms. Shears know this? At the time, she knew some of it, but not a I kept it wrapped, so she didn't know too much of it. But she knew a little. Sounds like she didn't know much of any of it. True. I kept it real <laughs> sheltered. Well, I don't have to press here very, very, very far. Your Honor, in speaking of this, I had his phone in my hand, and messages just popping up, popping up, popping up, popping up. And I'm like, what is this? What is this? And he's like, oh, it's just the group for, um, you know, me and my friends made up. So we've been, at this time, we've been together, this like five years. Mm -hmm. Why are you sending naked pictures of your, sending new pictures of your private, mm. um, people sending pictures of you and then going party buses, um, clubs. So one day somebody's gonna send me a message on my social media and tell me, oh, you should pop up and see what he really be doing at these nightclubs. You know, me, I'm naive. I'm at home, I'm pregnant. So at this time, like, you know, and I had a difficult pregnancy at this time. Mm -hmm. um, it was hard. So I was bedridden most of the time. And he out here doing this. Mm -hmm. You out here doing all of this stuff and you got me pregnant on purpose. You have me in a situation that I don't even want to be in, you honor. Mm -hmm. And he's doing all of this. Was she ever a participant in the swinging? No, she wasn't. Okay, so that's not swinging. You just out cheating. True. You're not swinging nowhere. True. First of all, you guilty too a lot. Of what? Mr. You've done a lot of dirt yourself. Mr. Hickenbottom, I've heard a lot from Miss Years, and I've heard about your master plan that doesn't sound very masterful. What's what do you say now? she was doing? Cheating. How? Tell me. She went to Vegas with a dude. Everybody knows you go to Vegas, something's going down. And she went with a dude. You went with a guy to Vegas? Your Honor, I cheated on him one time. One time. I only cheated on him because... He wasn't giving me... He wasn't giving me attention. He wasn't taking me on dates. He wasn't doing any of that. So, therefore, I went out and... Well, I didn't went out. I been with the guy. So, I started dating this guy that was doing everything that he was not doing for me, you want to... So, so, let me ask you something, because you told me about everything that he was doing. So, you say you cheated. It was only one time. I understand that. Why are the two of you even staying together if you're both going back and forth cheating on one another and you're not happy in the relationship? Because you say your needs aren't getting met. That's why you're cheating. He said he's swinging. It's a part of his lifestyle. So, why stay in the relationship? What is it going to take for you to see that a change may come 
but it's not coming anytime in the near future because it's been eight or nine years. Mr. Hickenbottom is who he is. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and for exclusive content, go to Apple TV. It was not always, like we started off rocky. It sounds really like it did. was always like this. But it really wasn't. Like, we really had some good times together, and I really do love this man. Mm. And I really think that he could, like, I really hope that he could go back to when we first got, when we first got together. Yeah, let me tell you something. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something. You cannot base a relationship on the good times. Because you know when you can really tell truly who a person is? It's how you treat each other during the bad times. It's how you treat each other when you don't like each other. That's when a person's true character is really revealed. How do you treat each other when you're going through adversity? It's easy to be nice to somebody you like, mm -hmm. but when you go through peaks and valleys and in a relationship for nine years, you're gonna go through rough patches. And what I see from the two of you, you went back and forth. And I know you're saying he did far worse so you felt like, okay, I'm gonna take my, I'm gonna take this one time and do what I do as well. But obviously it didn't help because he finds out about it. And all it does is, so, so if you don't like what's happening, right, and you say it started off at the beginning very rocky, it's no surprise that you end up here after eight and a half years. So what happened in Vegas did not stay in Vegas. How did you find out? She I told him. She told me. She broke down. She broke down and told me. Mm. And then I found out about other times, you know, mm. going out, you know, lunch, breakfast, not coming home sometimes, coming home late. And what topped it off one night, I was trying to, I tried to fix everything. I did, I tried to be so romantic. I went home, I told her, hey, when you get home, I want to have a nice romantic night. I went home, I cooked, clean, perfection. And she brought home Chick-fil-A. Let is. me, let, no, it's not even that. There it is. I clean, had everything perfect. Had the bath water ran, had the candles going. She comes in, whoop de whoop. You know, she's, we eat our dinner. She's like, oh, she loved everything, you know? And she was like, oh, I told her, well, go in the bathroom, prepare yourself, you know? So she go in the bathroom, you know, get, you know, take her bath and everything. So at that time, you know, I had a couple of drinks in my system. I go in the room, I get ready, because I'm thinking we about to get romantic. She comes out the bathroom dressed. I said, where are you going? Oh, I forgot to tell you, I'm going out with some of my female friends. Okay. <sighs> So I'm already knowing the deal because, once again, <laughs> this ain't my first rodeo. It's been two meter rodeos for both of y'all. There's a lack of trust. You don't trust each other anymore because it's been going on for several years. And guess what? Rightfully so. It has. Rightfully so. Because that's what happens when you say that you have... You said it in your papers to me. You said you have severe trust issues and you doubt he's ever going to change and you're done. That's what you came to court to say today. So you said you had this master plan unless your master plan included a lot of philandering, you really didn't have a master plan. You just chose to have a child with her, but you continued to want to do what you wanted to do. You felt like you were being disrespected. You were tricked. That's terrible. It's terrible for someone to do that to you because at 25, you were not ready. And he did not have a discussion with you about it. But I think that those actions have been indicative of selfishness that I've seen in the relationship throughout the last eight to nine years.
being not selfish. I've been through with him some of the toughest triumphs of his life. I stood by him when he absolutely had nothing. I was there in his corner. And for him to continue to go out and treat me like this, that's not right. Like, he didn't lost job after job after job. Who was there? It was me. I went out and got two jobs so I could take care of home so we could stay afloat. So we could steady live the life that we had while he got back on his feet, Your Honor. So I know that I did wrong, but at the end of the day, I stood by this man through a whole lot of situations. But what are you out here doing behind my door, behind my back? Well, he's not doing anything behind your back. It's, it's plain and clear what's been happening over the last several years. And at some point, I know, you know, you're emotional today, but at some point you have to make a choice for yourself what you choose to tolerate and what you choose to accept in the relationship because you have a choice as well. Yeah. And your choice is to leave a relationship where you feel like you're not being valued and respected and cherished and loved the way you want to be loved. So you, you have a choice. People can't treat you that way without you giving your consent. And you have given your consent. And I know you say you made a mistake and you, you say she has skeletons in your closet, but you're the one that brought the suit today. And, and, and you talk about all of these things over the years, but you have allowed this to continue to happen. Someone could be a good father and he may be a good father. That does not mean he is a good partner for you. And you don't need to stay in a relationship with someone just because you have a child with them because when the relationship is dysfunctional because all you're doing is representing to your child a dysfunctional relationship. Right. So my advice to you, after eight or nine years, you say this is still happening now, what is it going to take for you to see that a change may come, but it's not coming anytime in the near future? because it's been eight or nine years. Mr. Hickenbottom is who he is. This is the person that you've been in a relationship for eight or nine years. So now the change has to come from you. You make the choice to move forward. And for, for, from what I can tell, you're the one that's been changing, trying to, accommodate what, to, trying to accommodate him all these years. Losing your own happiness and becoming someone that you don't like to accommodate this relationship that is not working out. My advice to you is don't do that and move forward and learn how to be good co-parents to your child. Good luck to both of you. Uh, I think she's very fair. She wasn't biased. And um, a lot of things she said was true about me need to get myself together and becoming a better man and um, do, what I, do the best I can to make her happy. After seeing you up there today, you know, um, it makes me want to be a better person a better father, a better lover, a better friend. Your ways, your flirting ways, it's not okay. You need, you need to nip that in the bud. Like, I, I can't do it no more. Because okay. if you won't do it, you better trust and believe. Somebody out there gonna appreciate me, gonna love me for who I am, because I know what I bring to the table. I know I'm a good person, and you know it too.